Hello, my name is Tanai and I'm a women's intimacy and empowerment coach. For years, I tried to heal what I thought was commitment phobia and I realized that there's actually no such thing. This podcast is an opportunity to have conversations about what gets in the way of us creating real intimacy and how can we have more deep and vulnerable connections in our relationships. This is Commitment Phobe. What's up, everyone? I figured this episode deserved a little intro because it was a short one. And I talked to someone who I had a like a week-long lovership with. And I want to talk about what this man meant for me and like what he represented in my life, which I don't get to talk to. I didn't get to talk to with him. I mean, we did it in person, but not on the podcast. So who you're about to listen to is a man called Roni Makatu. He is from Israel. And he... So I'm living in Mexico City. And when we met, he was visiting Mexico City after a month in Mexico where he came for like a conference for um, a company, like an organization called ISTA that leads sexual, shamanic, spiritual retreats, um, which I did uh, about a year and a half ago. And, um, and yeah, he's part of the staff. So he went to for like their, um, I don't know, meeting that they haven't had in a really long time. I don't know how many years they have it. I was about to say yearly, but they don't do it yearly. So I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, a friend of mine had reached out and said if, you know, if I'd be okay with connecting with this man, Makatu, he's looking for friends while he's spending a couple of days in Mexico. And I said, sure. Um, he messaged me on WhatsApp and his photo was kind of crazy. He looked like a total hippie and someone that would be a faculty at a sexual shamanic spiritual training. So I, you know, I, I thought of it as like, cool we'll be friends. This will be an interesting character to connect with. Um, also, I don't know if I knew this at the time, but he's 42. And I don't think I've dated anyone like past 30. I don't even know. I've definitely never dated anyone that's in their 40s. So that was another kind of thought in my head of like yeah I don't know if we connect in any other way but friendly um I'd also literally had just started a couple of days before talking to someone um online who I'd matched with the day that they left and so it was really interesting there was like nothing going on in my dating life and then this like this conglomerate, this like bunch of men come into my life um, and kind of start shake, shaking things up, which is really necessary. The past couple months, like beforehand, I'd had some pretty uh, upsetting and traumatic experiences with men that I was like healing from and just spending time on my own. So the connection with Makatu is actually really healing and beautiful. Um, we met up at a cafe the first time and half an hour in, he just said, 
you know, all right, what are we doing here? Like, what, what would you like? <laughs> and said it in the most indirect way possible. And I just thought it was so funny, especially being a coach that helps people communicate and someone who really values communicating directly myself. So, yeah, he was kind of like, he's a very giggly person. So he was kind of giggling like, okay, you know, here we are. Um, how are you feeling with me? And so I, I like knew where he was going, but I really wanted to hear him, you know, be specific with what he wanted to say. So I told him that, like, honestly, kind of nervous now that he just asked me such a weird question <laughs> and that, um, that I kind of feel like I know where he's going, but how about he tells me, you know, what he wants and what he feels, and then I'll go off of that. So he let me know that, you know, he'd just come off of a really intense experience with lots of people and was looking for intimate, um, genuine connections, um, affection, nothing really in particular, but he said, you know, he really liked my energy um, said I, I seemed like an interesting person and wanted to know if um, if I'd like to, you know, just get to know him for the next couple of days and, and spend time together. And I, I don't know, I kind of, I, I already had like heard his invitation from when he was texting me beforehand. He asked me if he, if he could stay at an Airbnb close to me and be my neighbor, <laughs> which to me is like, sure, you could stay wherever you want. And, and he thanked me for that. So already I was kind of sensing, like, this isn't just someone who wants to meet up for coffee, you know? This is someone that, like, wants either a go-to person or someone to hang out with. So I I was down. Um, And he obviously seemed really fascinating, just considering that, you know, we'd done this training together. He was coming off of that. Um, He was older, Israeli, sexy. So... He says that and I and I tell him I'm I'm down that I'm, you know, I'm I'm in for getting to know each other, spending time together. And I knew what he meant just because this training that we've both done is is all about um connecting with a lot more consciousness and and it's like not really about the small talk and it's not also not really about just fucking. It's about adding a lot more awareness and um and slowness and vulnerability to connection. So I was super down. And so he was sitting in front of me. He sits next to me. And and then he asks me if I'd like to eye gaze. Um, and he says, you know, he, he'd really like to not talk so much. Um, or like about each other so that we don't create ideas about each other. Which I do talk to him about in the podcast. So I accept and I was feeling so nervous. Um, I don't think I knew. Like, I think when we met up for lunch, I didn't know that he was, he like worked for this company. And I don't know at what point I started to know, but it kind of hit me in this very moment. Like, oh my God, this man who's had so much experience in sex and tantra um, is interested in connecting with me. And I remember eye gazing with him and, and telling myself, to stay chill like okay tonight this is just a man (laughs) who has the same nerves and everything about you liking him than he does than I do about him liking me and I also was just like this all came out of 
nowhere, right? It's not like I was looking for anything. So I was like, just down for the adventure. So we eye gaze and all of those fears just melt away. I don't know if many of you have done eye gazing, but it can be like the most intimate way of connecting to somebody and truly seeing into their soul. Um, And there's really no hiding in eye gazing because you're not saying anything. Um, You know, it's best to even just have your face be as relaxed as possible to go deeper into experience. And there's nothing to really prove to this person. You're just breathing together and staring at each other into each other's eyes. Um, So, yeah, that, that kind of escalated things. It took... Things from being a 40-minute meeting to feeling like deeply connected to this person (laughs) and knowing that this connection was going to be really special. And it was even an opportunity for me to notice just how comfortable I was with him, even though I was super attracted to him and he was way older than me. And um, yeah, I know some of you are listening and are going to say, tonight, come on, of course. (laughs) So yeah, learning to say that to myself. And anyway, then we um, we were like, okay, we got to take this somewhere else. And um, I think he suggested like, hey, is there any park where we can just go lay down? Like I'd love to just cuddle. So we went to this park where there's nowhere to lay down, but we just kind of went into like the plants area. And um, it's funny, I, I recently learned that in Mexico City, there's a lot of PDA. And this was kind of PDA. We were just holding each other in the middle of the park. Um, yeah, at first, I just kind of laid on him, like laid my back on him. And then he rested his body on a tree. And we we pretty much hung out, caressing each other, hugging, resting, um, and staring into each other's eyes for... I don't even know. An hour that felt like five hours. Oof, I was also just feeling so turned on. And that was excruciating. I swear, I I don't... There hasn't been that many times that I felt like this intensity of electricity between myself and another human. Um, And a a lot of it also had to do with how slow we were going. And he was really checking in with me the entire time and and just asking me... um, asking me, like, is this good? Like, how does this feel? Um, and I was also doing the same. And, yeah, it was really beautiful. He he was really appreciative of how much I was trusting him in just letting him, you know, caress me. Which, well, yeah, I guess it's true. I mean, I it's easy for me to feel comfortable with people, but I also just felt really comfortable with him, knowing that, you know, a lot of people I knew knew him, and he's a facilitator, and my friend connected us so I was just in for the experience I was also at the time like so deprived of connection that this felt really good and so what followed was us hanging out for the following days um and it was just really sweet and tender he was really tired I got sick at some point he got sick at some point so it was like very just more quiet connection um 
yeah the first time i went over to his place we didn't we like we didn't have sex but he was just like pouring into me and like filling my body up with love and and then um we did have really beautiful sex so it was great and it was the first time again that i had been with someone that was so old sorry i keep i should not say that I this is the first time that I was with someone that was that age, older than me, that much older than me, and someone who I felt like really knew himself, and uh, yeah, just carried himself like he didn't need my approval or like didn't need my permission or yeah, it was just like he he took care of himself and that that felt really good and that felt very new for me and very out of my pattern. So not only was this <clears throat> this really beautiful experience that got me back into connection with others, but also it was like uh, a turning point. It would, would it seem like a turning point for me in that I'm calling in something different. I'm also more available than ever for affection and emotional connection and changing my pattern funnily enough the guy that I was talking to online what like while I was seeing him was the total opposite in many ways and in like felt way younger than him even though he wasn't but it was like it was like this guy that I was talking to online felt like my old pattern of a little more codependency in like needing the approval and withholding and yeah it was it was really refreshing and um Makato says this on the podcast but because it was a short experience we did give ourselves permission to connect super super deep and quick and I gave myself the permission to not people please or, or not be anyone for him so even in moments where we were walking on the street and we weren't talking. I think in another situation, I would have felt really pressured to like fill the conversation or be sweet or funny. And instead, I just let myself enjoy the company and enjoy the silence. So I'm so grateful for this connection. And it really showed me what I want in partnership so, um, yeah, and he's a beautiful man and so wise. Um, I'm so glad I did not know who he was beforehand because if you look at his Instagram, he's just like, he looks like such a hippie and doesn't anymore. <laughs> but I would have been really intimidated if I had met him looking like a hippie <laughs> with like long hair and a tunic or something. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. He's he's also, He's also just someone who... Uh, it's not very obvious who he is when you meet him. So that was a challenge for me too in that there was nothing to hold on to to like impress him, um, which is, is a pattern of mine too, of like meeting someone and, and if I notice that they like this music, then I start talking about this music. Or if I notice that they like spirituality, then I am more spiritual. But he is just a mix of so many things. He's like the man with no faces or whatever. So that was cool too. Anyway, here goes um, my sweet little episode with Roni Makatu. 
All right. Hello, everybody. Today is going to be a really juicy episode. I have Roni Makatu, who is the CEO and founder of Lua, a conscious dating app. He's also the creator of sacred spaces for people to celebrate and evolve. And what that looks like is um, ecstatic dancing and sacred sexuality and authentic human connection and relating. And yeah, he, he's, he seems to be the kind of guy who just has a dream and really goes for it. Um, and I know he talks a lot about that and a lot about conscious dating because that's what he's all about now. I also invited him on this podcast because I had a less than a week lovership with this man when he was visiting in Mexico City. And it was magical and beautiful and opened up a lot for both of us. So we thought it'd be really fun to come on the podcast and talk about it. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. I'm sharing time with you and being on on your podcast. So thank you for inviting me. (laughs) So I'm I'm like sharing and being from Israel right now after a beautiful day of recreation, working in Lua, working on some other projects and yeah, really moving energy through the day. Hmm. Beautiful. All, all of this. Yeah. What an honor that we get to receive from that energy right now. So, all right, let's start with Lua. And I'd love for you to talk about what this app is and what inspired you to create a conscious dating app. Yeah. So what we saw um or what we all feel like, I feel like we went really fast to a place of a lot of information and everything in your palm. And I feel like the world is now, okay, we got this. We have this beautiful device. We can do everything with it. It now even more with AI. And now I feel like there is a correction back to a more healthier way or relationship with the phone and with others. And more than 50% of couples are meeting online. And we see um, or what Lua is here to do is basically create a platform for people to really connect. So I'll take a step back for a moment. I'm coming from the world of productions and events and uh, festivals and retreats. And in all of those events that I uh, produced or attended even, what you feel there is a safe space for people to, to go deeper, to get to to step out of their comfort zone in a safe environment and to really meet themselves and meet others. And that's what we're trying to do in Lua. That's what we're already doing in Lua. Lua is live and people can play with it. And it's mainly active now in Israel and now in the UK, in London. So yeah, over there, people are meeting more with each other because they can physically meet each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically currently Lua now is focusing on the dating world. How can we make it better? And with looking for the future to become a platform for education on how to maintain the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy to find the relationship mm-hmm. or or maybe it's hard. And But many people go through this cycle of entering a relationship and dropping out and entering yeah. and dropping in. So Lua is here not for you just to find a match or find f- physical date. It's also how can we maintain what we now have, how we can go deeper within myself to 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 really meet the other mm. and i'll just give an example we have a couple that met in tinder 
chat a bit, didn't like each other, maybe even ghost each other. And they met on Lua and now they're a couple because they went through the deeper questions and the, the yeah, the more, um, more round, feminine, purple space for you. Lua is the moon. So yeah, what is Lua? I can say yeah. Well, okay, let's, let's rewind a little bit. And you, you know, you mentioned that in these spaces that you create, there's a lot of safety and permission and that allows people to really connect. So could you give maybe like one or two examples of like comparing and contrasting? Like what is lacking in the dating world now that doesn't allow people to really be themselves? Yeah. So in the physical event you're asking or on Lua or both? Just in the dating world in general, because it's like virtual yeah. space, physical space, like they're kind of the same these days, you know? So um, imagine a very loud party, people are uh, um, intoxicated with something, hard to speak, hard to see, trying to communicate, right? That's mm-hmm. like a bar or a discotheque or whatever. Or, uh, yeah. And imagine now a festival where there are workshops. And you can go in with couple like you need sometimes to pair up and you can and, and you go in and you meet yourself and meet others and you play and then you also dance at the end or all along, but from maybe less intoxicated, also, you know, like I, I'm not I have anything, I, I have no opinion right now about whether to use or not to use uh conscious altering things. I actually think it's amazing, but um, sometimes especially with alcohol or even with other stuff, people are really not connected to themselves and, yeah. and it's a bit hard. So what Lua tried to do, for example, in Lua, you f- will first answer, both of you will answer a question um, as a game to get to know each other and you'll see the, your hair answer or, or the other person answer only after you answer as well. And there are more, there is a way to meet in mystery that you don't know how the person looks like and the profile of the person is like a lot of depth sharing of myself through like a story like where you can do picture, voice, text, and video soon. So yeah, we're trying to create, it's hard to do it mm-hmm. online anyway. We try to create a place that eventually will go and meet the person and also Lua want to have a place to like show you events around you that are relevant for your connection right now. But um, we want you to give a call to the person or meet the person of course That's yeah success. what i'm what i'm hearing and what you're saying is is like particularly with a dating app or even just how you show up as a person it's it's like a lot of people think of it as what will the other person want to see whereas if you're putting authentic questions that are about you then it's just like hey this is me and and this is who i am as opposed to like who do i need to put on this profile so that the other person finds me attractive yes and it's actually a slower process, but it's actually faster, you mm. know, mm-hmm. because over there you're overwhelmed with options, 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 options. And you have people in Tinder, for example, with 30 active communications, you know, like yeah. things are crazy. Mm. There is no way there is. So, yeah, Lua is slowing down the pace a bit on purpose. Some people find it hard, but mm-hmm. for the long run. What I see, the same, we have different places to go out now, like, right, you, you can choose from. So you might have Tinder on your phone for a fast food experience, or you will have Lua for a fine dining. Mm, love that. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like, there's all these things that we can think of as as like spiritual or magical, like 
like connection is about destiny and finding the one or finding your purpose it just comes to you but at the same time there is like the environment that fosters that or the actions that help you so it's not just one thing or the other right it's not just like your purpose comes to you it's also like the actions you take or or your soulmate like comes to you but it's also something like if you lessen the amount of conversations you're having then you can create a deeper connection with the person that you're focused on yes and in many events I go, like, it's changing now, but in the past there were more women, more female than males. Yeah. And um, I feel like there is such, like, I, I want more people to know about those events, about ecstatic dance, about workshops, festivals, about this culture that we are all a part of in many ways that, yeah, you you can really meet people on a deeper level mm -hmm. and also like-minded people because those events also filter the people. Yeah. It, I'm thinking about my first times, like going to something like ecstatic dance or going somewhere and not drinking, how resistant I was and how awkward it felt. Like I was almost, I didn't have fun. Like even like the first time I had sex without alcohol, the first time I danced without alcohol, it was so awkward. I'd love to hear your experience and and what was it like? Was it all also like awkward at first? And then how did what? you kind of like going to an ecstatic dance for the first time or like yeah. you know so, how did you yeah. how did you experience that or or the the transition of that? Yeah, I, I had an American hack. Basically, I lived in America in the U.S. and I was lucky in two thousand and six to go to the Burning Man which was a mind-blowing thing for a person that was, you know, I don't know, beer and NBA. I don't know what was my, uh, I did few stuff, but boof, like a explosion of possibilities and art. And um, through that, I, I went to live in Boulder, Colorado, which was another like getting to Boulder as an Israeli so many years ago. <laughs> and, and over there, I went to the first dance like that. It's called okay. Mass. So instead of going to the Mass, the missile and instead of going to church they meet to dance every sunday and that was mind-blowing like the everything the freshness the excitement the oh we're all really dancing mm -hmm. I, i'm assuming people that listen to your podcast know what is ecstatic dance yeah probably right mm -hmm. so uh, yeah it was it literally changed my mind mm -hmm. uh, my my uh, change my perception in many ways and it took me on this journey to eventually bring ecstatic dance to israel become the founder with another friend of that and now we have like 10 locations a week in israel of people wow. dancing like that so that was also another inspiration of wow i want that and i brought it to the festivals i created or went to or to the or to the ecstatic dance yeah yeah that's amazing because i know at least most people in my circles that aren't into personal development or spirituality or anything like that they're just scared like they're just they just think why would i why would i do these things you know what's wrong with drinking or this is so awkward this is less fun and i think it's just something that you don't know un until you like you don't know what you don't know it's like you just i i don't know i think for me i just have to trust i just have to trust that i that i could get through the awkwardness and then find a lot of deeper connection, which I, I ended up finding. Yeah. Yeah. While you were saying that, I'm thinking we're actually all of us in this 
personal development journey, right? It's, mm, yes. Cannot, there is no there is no line crossing. Very whether, true. And and like yeah, so whether you're now having a big addiction or you have issues or you keep on spiraling with the same fact up, I don't know what. We're all there mm. and we're all in this journey. And now mm. there is this what tools I can get in this world of personal development that will support me and my journey. And and also we need to be to watch not to get addicted addicted to the tools as well. Yeah. That's another thing I can see. Yeah. Medicine becoming poison. Yeah. So we all need to be in this balance, to find the balance in everything. Yeah. Thank you for that. Wow. Love that shift of perspective. So, okay. I, I want to talk about our experience together, starting with one of the first things that you said to me, which is that, you know, you invited me to have to experience a deep connection in whatever way it looked like. And you specifically said, like, this is what I want. I want it to be very nourishing and loving <laughs> and authentic. And you specifically said, I'd like for us to get to know each other without telling each other about our backgrounds first so that we don't create ideas of each other. Um, so that we really get to know each other without, you know, putting each other in boxes. And I'd, I'd love for you to, to talk about that. Yeah. So first of all, I'm realizing I have a men's circle in Israel that we meet uh, frequently. And I feel like one of the one of the brothers, my friend told me, Sufi told me that, I think you're gonna meet someone really special. Like you're gonna meet a person there. I know that mm-hmm. they're going to Mexico. So he planted that in me. And I meet, I met a lot. I went through the Easter core gathering, which was another, you can do a whole series on that or, or, or an episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like trusting, like I had no plans to the end of the trip and things were changing and we thought going to another beach location, we didn't do that. And through this trust, but also through okay, what is available or what, what, where can I go? I, I managed to come like our mutual friend that made a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like through trusting, but also through um, actively looking, but in a, in a soft way that you're not attached to the, how it's the, the end result going to go. And, and yeah, us meeting, I, was so I didn't have a one-on-one connection like I had in the beginning of the trip which was really meaningful and then I went through this flow of so many people and energies and so for me all I wanted basically is to finish the trip with being able to be focused on one person without any expectation because knowing I'm just visiting here for a week Mm -hmm. yeah I came with that Yeah, thank you. I think that was important to give people a background of how we met, which is that you came for a trip in Mexico and then spent a couple of days in Mexico City. But I, I I am curious about that that you said. Like it was very specific and I'd never heard of that before. You know, you like it usually you want to get to know someone and so you start talking about who you are and your past and you specifically said, "Let's not talk about our past right away so that yeah. we create an authentic connection." Yeah. So I was lucky to change my name in this lifetime, actually three times. Like I was born as uh, Ronnie. I was born actually on the, yeah, never mind. I was born as Ronnie. <laughs> okay. In my life. There was another moment of a day of another name, but never mind. And, 
And I switched to Aaron. That's the name I was given for my grandfather for a really short time, maybe half a year. Some people still call me like that. I'm like, ah, okay. Mm. I know exactly when I met you. And, <laughs> and then I brought Makatu, which is a unique name, but it's a, yeah, it's like if I have a feminine name and a masculine name, so the masculine will be Makatu, um, but it's more like this energy. Um, so through changing the names, I realized how weird is the way we are automatically expressing who we are and in israel you have a few classic ones also have you been in the army and what you've done or um where did you go to study where do you live like you know tick, tick, tick. you build a story around the person through five sentences of information how old are you um kids no kids da, 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 da. Boof. what do you do for a living mm-hmm. and i have a story and this is like the regular story we tell every time. And in a way, it's boring because it's not boring because it's your life. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's less sensational. That's for sure. Yeah. It's like uh, an automatic. And anyway, we're going to know those things. I will know how old are you eventually. Yeah. And I'll know where you live and I'll know. So I I wanted to come and try a, like uh, to give us the option to to see different angles on each other before we put before we're boxing the person in front of us to to a specific pattern and yeah mm. specific color mm-hmm. yeah um so curious to hear like what 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 that provided for you i feel like it uh, it was much more exciting and it gives me and us the ability to come closer together like we even physically came closer in the yeah. middle of the talk, you know, it was like, okay, this is safe. Like, this is interesting. This is safe. Both of us shared something that we needed to bring and create and not like the parked stories. So it puts put both of us in more artistic way mm. of meeting. I don't know. I'm mm. just saying right now. Yeah, that's fine. I'm really good at like rewarding people's words. So I'll, yeah, I'll take you. that on and continue, which thank is you. that, yeah, it was, oh, you, you said it so beautifully, actually, um, because what I experience is like, I think my brain is very good at saying what's safe and what isn't, especially in other people. Like if he's this and this and this, then I can trust him. And in that moment, it wasn't about that. It was about, can I listen to my body and can I listen to what my body desires in this moment? and trust in that because our body has such a accurate sense of like safety like our body really picks up on like ooh this this like something in this person's energy doesn't feel good and i need to pull away so it had me yeah now and we anyway collecting so much information we don't need those words yeah. like just by the cafe you chose mm. the friend that, the friend that connected us mm-hmm. the same workshop we did um like it's already safe yeah yeah that's so true yeah so then so then it's interesting you said about like then it put it as in a creative energy because that's what it Mm -hmm. felt like it's like well we we both set our intentions we want to create this connection and so now it's like what do we step into to create that connection and it fully felt that way Hmm. Yeah, and I remember the cacao and the hunger disappeared 
Exciting, yeah. It's exciting new person, and then to see that both sides are opening up and want more, you know, it's like this place of connection. Mm-hmm. Kids, yeah, bring <laughs> energies together. Yeah, I think I think most people will say, like, and I think in like the the more um conventional perspective, it's like there's this idea of like connecting through through thoughts and ideas first or through conversation and then through your bodies and we had we had a very opposite experience of of first connecting through eye gazing we connected through touch um but it wasn't what most people would think as like unconscious you know like like unconscious connection which like there's nothing wrong with that but i i did think it was really beautiful to experience it backwards a little bit of we actually connected energetically and and that created this like flow between us. Yes. I was just also thinking about the eye gazing, which was so deep for meeting person 10 minutes ago. But yeah, we're I guess we yeah, we're open for it. You know, it's not something you uh, it takes time. For me, in the beginning of the journey of this, you know, the, the again, the journey is always always on, but the time I chose to take practices and try, so for example, eye gazing was one of them. Mm. The beginning was more challenging than now. Mm-hmm. So it's also a practice, whatever we do in communication. And I just, uh, before meeting you, I stepped out of a relationship that so one year of practice of, of, of getting to know each other, of getting to know myself. Um, yeah, allowing more and more. So I guess I came to, I came also for you, to you, uh, warm or mm-hmm. yeah mm. yeah well mm-hmm. said huh yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah um something else that i that i wanted to talk to you about is we you know we spent only a few days together and yet there was a lot of like we treated it each we treated it or at least i felt like i treated it like it was a little lovership you know and i was willing to give my all to this experience and to you and experience you fully um a lot of people would say like like aren't you scared that it's not going anywhere aren't you scared of getting attached aren't you scared of you know liking this person too much um it's not i've always had an easy time to just have like a short connection with someone and and get the juice out of it and i'm curious if that is the case for you and and if you have like what's your experience with that with like getting attached to someone or not what's your perspective on it yeah we talked about it a little bit in our time together like the in a way it's easier to select someone for me it's easier to select someone that uh, there is an end, it's safe, you know? Oh, I'm leaving in a week, so it doesn't matter what will happen here. Mm-hmm. I'm safe, you know? I can keep on with my journey. And so in a way, it helped us to get closer, as I see it. If we wouldn't have that, we would yeah. slow it down and we would let the mind go in. And so we we are we are allowing this crazy week to go, which was really special and wild and and transforming and beautiful. And thanks to the fact that it was that 
And yeah, there was fear there a bit, but the world put us on the other side of the world, at least for now. And um, so it actually makes it easier to even allow myself to go deeper while we're together. Mm-hmm. A bit twisted, but this is... Yeah, no, it makes so much sense. I think there's, you know, there's there's a lot of people out there who they see it that way too. And then a lot of people who it's the opposite, but I, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think there's like opportunities to learn from each other, you know, like maybe, maybe it, 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 maybe it's like, how fun would it be to relate to everyone you relate to in that way? Like treating it as if there is this end, which there is, you know, even if it lasts until you're, you're old and wrinkly, someone's going to die. That'll be a nice approach. You know, I'm in, back in my home now in Israel and I'm considering to leave to Portugal. It's something that is becoming more alive mm-hmm. for many reasons. That's another whole podcast, which is not relevant right now. It's a different podcast. Mm-hmm. And like, because I'm thinking of maybe not being here in five months, everything become more alive, precious and unique. So I see a sunset in this beautiful view here and I'm like, whoa. That, that's not, don't take this view for granted because yeah. it will, and everything will be over, but we forget it. You know, we, we, we go into a relationship and we don't give the right energy or the proper excitement of this living creature between that energy, like unit. And yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so perfect this week Um, in one of my programs, we were talking about death and how there's so many cultures that use death as a meditation. Um, and yeah, it's, it's death, at least in my life, death wasn't something that I, that I talked about a lot. And lately it's like, I study a lot of Osho and, and it's a lot of, you know, it's a big theme that he talks about, about contemplating death and learning from death, be, be befriending it, which is totally relevant to dating for sure. At least for me, like I've always run away from relationships. The moment that something seems hard, I'm like, peace out. (laughs) So it's definitely been a teacher for me. Hmm. Yeah, so in our meeting, we didn't have the option to think about it, to be just was a capsule. Mm -hmm. If, If I would be in Mexico City right now, it would be a whole different scenario, probably. Yeah. Except we did okay, so we did have a little experience of that, which is that on on the, the day before you left, I was tired and overwhelmed, and I had like so, so much human connection that I messaged you and was like, "I actually need to take the afternoon for myself, so I just want to say goodbye." And see, to me, that's like the moments in my life where I choose to just step away. And it's, yeah. it's what's true in the moment. Like it really did feel true until we had a conversation where you, you know, said if we can give each other reflections and feedback. Yeah. Yeah. For me, receiving this message from you, mm-hmm. or maybe we're not going to meet or just say goodbye. So the first reaction was a disappointment. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, and, um. And then I was happy we managed to meet and and have this talking deeper about like this journey and 
um, what we had and even give feedbacks to each other. So we made it a process. It was kind of a week long workshop in a way. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, and it was really insightful for me because I was actually feeling kind of alone. It's funny, like I wanted time to myself because I was feeling alone in in giving my attention to others. Um, and so once we had that conversation, I just felt like an overwhelming sense of connection to you because, you know, we we shared each other feedback, which was really vulnerable and really edgy. Um, and that I felt like kind of dissolved some more walls between us. Um, and it was really insightful for me because to me, it's like, it tells me like there's going to be moments where I want to lean out and, and, and I can just give myself the permission to lean in and see what happens that I, I might need that. Maybe what I need isn't what I think I need. Hmm. Wait, what do you mean by maybe what I need, what I think I need? Yeah. So in that moment, I was like totally sure that what I needed was to just say goodbye and spend time by myself. And then okay. in the end, we had this beautiful, vulnerable conversation. And I was feeling like so turned on by how vulnerable you were and how brave you were in sharing some things that you did. And I was and I was like so excited to spend more time with you. So that was surprising to me. That told me I don't always need what I think I need. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we have this uh, mechanism of like that it's here to protect you. Like this reaction came from your body, from your past experiences. Okay, that was enough. Let's close it. It's safe now. Um, and I'm happy. It, you you brought it out and I'm well done for being like uh, willing to challenge that mm. through another experience. Yeah, I, I didn't have a choice. It just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah. Um. So curious in your life yeah. and in, in your relationships, what you said, you know, you, um, what was it that you said? Yeah, you right now you're you're looking for more commitment in your relationships and it's something that you haven't been looking for. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. I'm committing committing to life. You know, me uh, choosing Lua as a long-term project mm. which is entering the third year, me doing 8 years ecstatic dance already in Israel and festivals every year. And me now choosing to go to a land which is a 5-year commitment probably you know if i really want it to happen hopefully more so everything is becoming long term uh, also realizing this is long term right this mm -hmm. is this is who i need to deal with this is who mm. uh, this is me yeah what are some of the things in there that i need to deal with yeah many just name a few <laughs> addictions mm. um, to technology to work um, sometimes to smoking, um, but mainly to work probably. Um, dealing with the lazy person that comes out sometimes, you know, there is a lazy kid there as well inside. Yeah. That don't want to practice today. And yeah, dealing with this mind that is exploding with ideas, but also has this calm and stillness. 
Yeah. Hmm. For yourself, how do you, how, like, I'm hearing you share about the things that you're, you know, bringing along with you always and curious, what's your relationship to that? Like in terms of like compassion, like, or do you feel like you're at a place where you're compassionate with yourself mm. for that? Yeah, so much more. So that 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 was the journey, actually, just uh, loving myself more and being more compassionate to what is, whether it's an addiction or an issue or so loving myself that's that's the biggest piece in it yeah and the, mm. the, the more i love myself the more it's attract relationships the more uh, yeah the more everything is more alive vivid the body is healthier um so yeah just yes yeah, stop dealing with it and just let it be and there mm. are natural ways of things also yeah and things takes time and that's okay as well mm. Yeah, I because love that. We want, to, we want to solve everything in one week workshop, mm -hmm. and it's not like that. It could, it's, it that could be the opening, the gates. That could be the things that will bring dormant stuff from the inside that you will meet for the first time, but it's actually running your life the whole time. Um, yeah, and then there is life to deal with it or relationships to deal with it. In the last relationship, I realized. This is the really if you really want to evolve. People say go spend a week with your parents. Yeah, I heard that. But mm -hmm. like, like be in a relationship and and go deeper with one person. There are gems there that you cannot find by yourself or in workshops, as good as they might be. Wow, that's a really good point. I feel sometimes in. In my in my life, mm -hmm. I've definitely spent a lot of time in workshops and and um, haven't had that commitment to a relationship. Like I, I think there is a power in choosing and just like you said, like choosing one person, being with them, and then finding the gold that's there. And that's not something that's that we find being spoken about in the dating world. People talk a lot about like be sure about what you want, write it down, you know, don't, don't settle. And I think there's another side of the equation that you just named. I think they're both valid. Exactly. And you need to find your place in it. Of course, don't uh, like, like call for the best and the best within yourself, the best outside. Um, yeah. But I feel like you won't be able to see it if you won't see it inside. So, mm. like it, it, it will, it will pass. You won't see it in the others. Right. So rather than like trying to look for it outside, like like keep coming back in and coming back in and and seeing it within yourself. Yeah, and then it will just be reflected to the outside, and it will yeah. show up. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it reminds me of something you said to me. Yeah. Of like the, you know, how the beautiful relationship with we created is um, is a mirror of where we both are. Exactly. That's what I'm about to say now about that. It's like exactly that. I have an idea. Okay. Um, so I have the Lua deck. Okay. So Which, by the way, is a deck that is like one of the conversation conversation starting decks for people who are listening. Exactly. So when you're, um, so when you're like 
on the app, those are the questions that will, uh, yes, some of the questions. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull one. I don't know what will come, okay? All right. So Lua asks, what's one thing that always cheers you up? Hmm. And maybe both of us should answer. Okay. What's one thing that always cheers me up? Um, seeing dogs on the sidewalk. Yeah, seeing dogs on the sidewalk. Not not tiny dogs. I'm not about tiny dogs. I'm about like sporty, huggable, fluffy dogs. Yeah. What Beautiful. about you? <laughs> For me, it's uh, in one thing is waking up, but it's uh, basically the excitement of new things. And it can be waking up. Yes, it's a new day. And what's going to happen today with so much small joys in it from food to air to music to interesting things. So, yeah, waking up or mm. starting new things will cheer me up. Love that. Yeah. Um, but a good day, tea or coffee break can cheer me up and going into a water and yeah, many the things. little things, simple man. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like we should, we, had, if we will look back in, into this talk, we actually had a lot of topics here and great ideas and, and yeah, maybe, maybe I want to remind myself again and use this platform to to slow down mm -hmm. uh, like it's really it's really moving fast like mm -hmm. like life is moving fast and now I'm 42 like somewhere in the middle and I see it's going fast like so so whatever I have and I have a lot left life is long as well or not um I'm maybe inviting us to to jump <laughs> for it but slow down <laughs> yeah right what a like what a contrasting sentence that is so just wise um yeah it's like just don't stop moving keep going forward but take it slow that's that's how i that's like what i've been telling myself mm. just don't stop yeah Hmm. Yes, I'm inviting more relationships to our life and meaningful relationships and finding the way to to be available for them. And yeah, when I also uh, like uh, like so after getting to know you more, I looked into your work and and I'm inspired like you're you're doing it. And through you doing it, other people are getting inspired, and and you present it beautifully. And and I remember when we tried to record something for the crowdfunding of Lua, you, you had a moment. I should have recorded it, <laughs> bringing it out. And yeah, keep on bringing, keep on shining um, your gift. And I'm lucky to meet you on this path. Mm. <sighs> Thank you so much. Um. Yeah, our our connection really opened up like more connection and more expressions of myself. I find myself feeling more affectionate, more expressive. 
um, attracting really interesting people into my life. So it, it opened up a really beautiful door. And um, I'm, I'm inspired by your willingness to go for it. I actually, yeah, I'm, I'm in a time where I'm, I'm creating a lot of new things in my life. And I heard you on the ISTA podcast, which really inspired, yeah, just the mentality of, of envisioning your desires and just going for it. So thank yes. you. With love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you as well. So for you guys listening, check out the Lua app. Where where did you say it is live? Um, Lua.earth, and it's actually everywhere. And you can try the global, uh, play with it with the global community till it will come to your city. But mm -hmm. it's already alive. You can play Beautiful. with it. Beautiful. Hey, I, I know people that I've met across the world and have created beautiful relationships. So anything is possible. True. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll share your information in the show notes for anyone that wants to reach out. Thank you so, so much for your time and yeah, your wisdom and energy.